Welcome back, guys. Baby got stacks. And we got quite a good book coming your way. We do. We have Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. This is the second book that I've read from her. I don't know if yeah, you've read. I haven't read anything else yet. I think I have almost all of her books except one or two. Yeah. Maybe. But I first read Evelyn Hugo. Same book yeah and i loved that yeah so i was really excited for this mm -hmm. it was written completely different than i anticipated i had known ahead of time that it was written interview style but i thought it'd be more question and answer rather than just back and just, just answers. back to back yeah. yeah but yeah this is a very popular book nowadays mm -hmm. um it's got a new cover based on the show mm -hmm. on prime it's a prime show do you just want to go ahead and read the back? Yeah, yeah, I can go go ahead and read the back. Daisy is a girl coming of age in L.A. in the late 60s, sneaking into clubs on the Sunset Strip, sleeping with rock stars, and dreaming of singing at the Whiskey A Go-Go. Her voice is getting noticed, and she has the kind of heedless beauty that makes people do crazy things. Also getting noticed is The Sixth, a band led by Billy Dunn. On the eve of their first tour, his girlfriend Camila finds out she's pregnant, and with the pressure of impending fatherhood and fame, Billy goes a little wild on the road. Daisy and Billy cross paths when a producer realizes that the key to supercharged success is to put the two together. What happens next will leave the stuff or become the stuff of legend. The making of that legend is chronic chronicled in this riveting novel written as if it were the oral history of one of the biggest bands of the 70s. I gave it a five. I gave it a five. I really really liked this. I book. lost sleep because of this book because <laughs> I had to I had to finish it. And the ending was a great twist, kind of. I don't, I don't want to call yeah. it a twist, but it kind of revealed of who was giving the interview. And yeah. I was not prepared. Yeah, I didn't. I I didn't even that. think about who was conducting the interview. Me but neither. Really enjoyed it. It's great. Um, so this book is kind of broken up into many eras, I guess, like before when Daisy's up and coming, and then when the Six is up and coming, then when they do their first duet. And then them together writing their album, yes. then their tour again. I don't know if we really want to go into in depth of what happens per se because that's kind of a lot. Yeah, there's just too many details. So this book starts in 1965 basically with Daisy, and then it ends. Let me go and find it. It ends in the present, which would be I, I think it said 2013 or 2012, something 2012 2013 yeah. yeah um even though this is uh released in 2019 okay. but it is loosely based off of Fleetwood Mac mm -hmm. and they're a drama I love Fleetwood Mac so I already knew the history of it prior to reading this yeah I was stupid and <laughs> I, I went on YouTube Music because I knew that they had, a, like, an album out. Or, oh, like, for the show, yeah. Yeah. Well, in my head, I saw the album, and I was like, oh, it's a real band. Mm. Not thinking, no. no, this is for the show. the show. And also, so in the very back of the book, they have the Aurora's yeah, the, album and the all lyrics. the lyrics. So then I listened to the songs from the album... 
and they're completely different. They're not. Yeah, they're, they they did not take her lyrics. That was I know because some of the lyrics are mentioned in the book when they're writing it, and there were some really good lines. Like I really like "In Regret Me." Yeah. So that, let me tell you, if you are expecting the song to be the same as the book, no, no, no. Uh, like that line in Regret Me when Daisy wrote, and baby, when you think of me, I hope it ruins rock and roll. I wanted to hear that in the song because I was like, oh, yes. That was it. That's what I was searching for. Not at all in the song that they released for the show. I was upset. Yeah, but I do appreciate how they really made it seem like an actual band. Like she was pulling other cultural references from it, like who else was up and coming and what else was going on. You probably wouldn't even, I mean, if you didn't say that this was a book, you would have thought like it was just like a biography. Like I said, I thought they were real. real Yeah, so I guess there's obviously Daisy, and then in the six, there's Karen, Billy, Warren, Eddie, Graham, and Pete. Did you say Graham? Billy and Graham are brothers. Yes. And And then then Eddie and Pete. Yes. Are brothers. Because they did have someone else, but he went off to the war. Yeah, just kind of like any other band. Like, you start off small gigs, and then you have people coming and going and joining and then leaving, and then... Yeah. They finally settled on the actual band members on the album that made them big. Yeah. Which makes sense, because then no one wants to leave a successful band. Yeah, exactly. Um, should I go into the history of Fleetwood yeah, Mac now you, or yeah. later? Yeah, you can go. Okay. You can do it now. So. I'll learn with you guys. Okay. <laughs> Story time. So, Fleetwood Mac, just like the six, had people coming and going until they got successful. And they were based out of the UK. Late 60s, mm-hmm. early 70s is kind of when they got their start. So at first it was Bob Heston, Mick Fleetwood, John McVie, and his wife, Catherine McVie. So I'll just go by their first names because there's a lot. Yeah. But Fleetwood Mac is from Mick's last name, Fleetwood, and then Mac was short for McVie. Mm-hmm. Fun fact there. Mick was the drummer. Mick was married to Jenny. Just, I don't know what she did. She was just his wife. Okay. Uh, Bob ended up having an affair with Jenny. Mm. And so... Mick and Jenny got a divorce and they fired Bob. Bob in an interview later was quoted as saying, like, that affair cost me my career. It was, like, the most expensive affair because he could have been in fucking Fleetwood Mac. Makes sense. Anyways, so Mick was the drummer. Catherine's the keyboardist. John is bass. Okay. Um, Since they fired Bob, (laughs) they were looking for a guitarist and a singer. I don't know how they knew of Lindsey Buckingham, who was in... America, mm-hmm. but they knew of him and they asked him to join as guitarist and lead vocals. Now, Lindsay made a deal where it's like, I'll only join if you let my girlfriend Stevie Nicks join too. So they agreed and then they all relocated to California. So now it's Mick, Catherine, and John mm-hmm. couple, and then Lindsay and Stevie couple. Okay. Now, their first album is called Fleetwood Mac. This is technically their second album named Fleetwood Mac, but this one's the white cover, and there's, like, okay. the one pre mm-hmm. with Bob. Yeah, we don't <laughs> like Bob. We, no one likes Bob. Okay. Okay. So, they write the Fleetwood Mac white album. That has Landslide and Rhiannon on it. Okay. Big 
hit. Mm-hmm. So they party hard mm-hmm. as bands at this time do. Would. Yes, with all the drugs. A lot of drugs. Yes. <laughs> and so they tour, they go home, and they're set to meet up again to record mm-hmm. their next album, which ends up being Rumors. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've heard me talk about Rumors, but just like John Mulaney says, it's an album written by cheaters for cheaters. Mm-hmm. During the recording time of this, John and Catherine get a divorce okay. and Lindsay and Stevie break up. Okay. Stevie and Lindsay's breakup, nasty. Oh. So bad. So I had a. Okay. So. It's getting juicy, guys. Go, <laughs> go Your Own Way. Yes. It was a song written by Lindsay okay. to Stevie. Okay. Stevie wrote the song Dreams about Lindsay. Yes. Catherine wrote the song You Make Loving Fun about the man she was having an affair with. As one would. And so they're all singing songs they know is about themselves from their ex. Okay. And they record it. And it takes a long time to record because no one really likes each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they go on tour. Mick, the drummer, ends up having an affair with Stevie. But at this time, Mick, during the recording, had remarried Jenny. Oh, And no. then Mick goes to have an affair with Stevie. Mm. And Catherine started having an affair with, like, their lighting director or something. And they're all on tour together with their ex. <laughs> that so, sounds horrible. And during this time, they were partying extra hard. Yeah. Like, every night, Stevie did so much cocaine that she actually did burn a hole through her nose. I guess it's like a coin-sized hole in her nostril from how much coke they did and she said that they were spending so much money on cocaine that they it would have been like someone's like mortgage for the year oh my god that's how much well and there's a lot of there's a lot of emphasis on daisy with her pills yeah in this book yeah which would be Mm -hmm. a reference to that and so i mean rumors huge yeah and they actually did continue being that same band for about a decade longer but mm-hmm. each time, the writing process just got longer and longer to the point where they literally could not be in the same room together. They refused to be in the same room together. Wow. And they continued writing songs about each other and then singing it on tour. And, like, at one show, Lindsay, like, they would, like, sing their song and then stare directly at the person it was to. So, like, if you see recordings, you will see them turn to the other person, like, sing it at them. I would love to just go to a concert just, you oh, know, during yeah. that time. Just to just see to the see. Amosity, like And, and Lindsay especially was, like, sometimes he'd, like, mock Stevie's dance moves and, like, per- like just make fun of, like, try to make fun of her. And then one time Catherine got so mad at him and she started throwing shit at him off the stage. It was oh wild. That's, eventually, Lindsay was the first one to leave. Okay. And then they kind of had people coming and going. And then they did a reunion in the 90s. Mm-hmm. There was a song Stevie wrote specifically about Lindsay that got cut off rumors, I think. Okay. Um, and they during the reunion, it was recorded. It's like on YouTube. You can look it up. I forget what show it is. But the song's called Silver Springs. And you can just see her turn oh, and stare down Lindsay. And Lindsay turns. Because it's a duet. They yeah. all sing on it. And he they just see, like, it's intense. Oh. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, to this day, there's animosity, and Catherine died, I think, a couple years ago, 
But yeah, I think they all hate each other still, and they refuse to ever do a reunion again. That is insane. Isn't it wild? I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's today's lesson. <laughs> I love Liam. <laughs> yes, she really does, and I'm surprised I didn't know that stuff It's a lot. Sooner, but, uh... And so Stevie sings the songs she wrote for Fleetwood Mac, like, on her own concert. She tours on her own now. That makes sense. Um, I think she's on tour with Billy Joel currently, I think. Wow. Okay. Uh, I've actually seen Stevie Nicks live with my mom. Really good. She's fantastic. Oh, sure, I yeah. love her. I'm sure she's fantastic. But yeah, I think, what was it? Uh, I think she said that she had been in love with Lindsay all the way up until he had his first kid because he did eventually marry. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had that first kid like a year after that reunion. So like even when she's like singing at him pissed off, I guess she was still in love with Interesting. Yeah. Wild times. So do you think that this book portrayed really well in telling their what story? What I like is you can see, like, the parallels. You can see where mm-hmm. the inspiration came in, but Taylor Jenkins rechanged it enough to make it, like, her own. Like, yeah. it wasn't exactly mimicking what happened with Fleetwood Mac. This is a very realistic, they could have been their own band mm-hmm. and had their own drama, as I'm sure a lot of those rock bands did yeah with drugs and partying and so much cheating and affairs and it yeah i really liked it so it got to the point where um so billy and camila obviously are are married and daisy starts really falling in love with billy and gets really pissed off that he doesn't want to do anything with her and he realizes that he's in love with her but can't have her because he loves Camila as well. He never explicitly says he fell for Daisy. Yeah. Which I have but, a question later about that. And at the end, you realize that Billy and Camila's daughter is the one yeah. that's conducting the interview on everyone. After Camila has passed. Correct. And is the finished product. Then at one point, is it, oh. Eddie is just mad at everyone. Eddie is just pissed off that they're um, all focused on Billy and everyone else. Graham is with Jenny, or is that Pete? I think that's Pete. Pete. Pete ends up with a girl named Jenny. Who is with Karen? Karen never ends up marrying or anything. No, I know, but who does she? Who is she sleeping with? Oh, is Graham. It, it, I thought it was Warren. No, Graham. Oh, okay. Karen was in love with Karen. And knocks her up? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, then she has an abortion, and that really does a number on him. Yeah, because he wants a wife and a family to eventually settle down, but she wants to focus on her band. And I really liked Karen's talk with Graham when she tells him she's having a baby, because he's like, oh, okay, then, yeah, we can, you know, you can get off the road, have a baby, we can have a family. And she's like, so what, you can go on the road, and I just lose my career, and he's just silent? Yeah. And it's, like, that. That's it. She that just a, doesn't want a kid because it's already hard yeah. enough for her. She's like, if she's going to go like, do an audition for a band, she has to dress a certain way so they don't see a woman. They see a keyboardist. This book talks about big topics, but not yeah. not in a way that's like, whoa, this is like too much. Yeah, it's not in a, okay, we're taking this on. It just mentions it as yeah. it comes up in their lives. Yeah. And, oh, I really like this book. I really liked it. I can bring it up on Goodreads. Yeah, let me see. I'm sure it has a fantastic. Oh, 
I also want to mention the interview style so mm-hmm. they can get both sides of an event. But, like, that moment where Daisy leans in to try to kiss Billy when they're writing. Mm-hmm. And Daisy says, like, one of us needed to leave, so I just got up and drove away. Mm-hmm. But Billy, when he's talking about it, says, one of us needed to leave, so I was the first one to go. But So, like, you know one of them's lying. Yeah. And so it's like, I wonder if they did kiss or like what actually happened. Cause you can like, you know, oh, I love it. So it it's still so makes good. you wonder. So this has a 4.24 stars on Goodreads. It was Goodreads choice 2019 winner. It has over a million ratings. Yeah. I wish I saw what the ratings were before the show came out. And see how many oh. people it got to read the book. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Yeah, this... Someone said one star predictable. I'm like, mm. What how? Someone rated it one star predictably boring and flat. I mean, if you're not interested in reading about the music industry or the 70s era, probably not yeah. going to be for you. Because yeah. obviously it's heavily set in that era. So, I mean, I think just from the premise, you can tell if you're going to like it or not. And if you don't think you'll like it, I mean, probably just skip it. Yeah. But I did want to mention, because Taylor Jenkins Reid is on a fucking roll right now. Truly is. So that Amazon Prime show, Daisy Jones and the Six, 10 episodes, came out with its own album. Um, I did watch the trailer for that, mm-hmm. and obviously the songs were changed. It doesn't follow the that lyrics still she irks wrote. Me. I know they were so good. She literally put them in the book. And they, she literally wrote them. them out. Yeah. yeah. And they also changed Camilla because okay. Camilla in the book is so self confident and has so much faith in Billy, but from just from the little snippets of her in the trailer, mm-hmm. you can tell she's like doubting him mad that he's unfaithful like really insecure so that was i mean i'm sure it's for the drama of it all i'm sure yeah but i was so impressed with camila in the book because i could never no oh Oh, no 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 one true loves is another book of hers that was a movie that was released this april Mm -hmm. select theaters Mm -hmm. i think it's also maybe on apple tv but yeah that was released this year that book came out in 2016 Malibu Rising is set to be a Hulu TV show that got picked up by Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, that book came out in 2021. And Netflix picked up Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo to be a movie. Yeah. And that book came out in 2017. She's killing so it. So she's got four books already going off. Reese Witherspoon was like the executive producer. She's involved in the Daisy Jones and the Six uh, she, show. She, yeah, she... Did a blurb. Oh, yeah. Her blurb is on the front cover. Mm-hmm. And it's Reese's Book Club. I have that little... Oh. I hate that that's on there. Yeah. I prefer yours. <laughs> but um, it's crazy. And she has so many books. And there's kind of a turning point. I think Daisy Jones and the Six was her turning point. Where beforehand, it was definitely more romance novels. Yes. And now from Daisy Jones and the Six forward... It's kind of historical fiction, celebrity fiction, which I think is interesting. I wonder what made her do the switch. I mean, I really like... Yeah. I haven't read one of her romance books yet, but I mean, a lot of people prefer pre-Daisy Jones and the Six. Yeah, I was Um, trying to find... Oh, okay. So, 
One of the reader's guide in the back, they asked, is there anything you can tell us about your next book? Is it connected to Daisy Jones in any way? It says, yes, since The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo was mainly set in Hollywood in the 50s and 60s, and The Daisy Jones in the 6 is in the 70s, the new book, which would be Malibu Rising, mm-hmm. is set in the 1980s. It is. And the main character, Nina, is related to a character who appears in both The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and in this book. And I don't know who she's related to in this book. Oh. So the main character I knew was related to someone in Evelyn Hugo, which yeah. is Mick- the, per- the Evelyn's first husband. First, yeah. But I don't know who she's related to in this. Interesting. Yeah, there's kind of a whole, like, Taylor Jenkins Reid universe map out that you can connect the characters to each other in all these books. Just Daisy Jones and the Six on. Nothing from her romance book that I think people have noticed yet, at least. Now I want to figure out who is Nina related to. Well, you might spoil Malibu Rising for yourself. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) Okay, I put it down. But I think Harry Soto is back as base, I think, in, like, now. Like, present-ish. I mean, 2010s. Maybe. I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe I know 90s. that one's about the tennis know. player. That's what I would think if Malibu Rising was. It's 80, yeah. yeah. But, let's get to my questions. Okay. So, at the end of the book, Camila ends up helping Daisy after Daisy realizes she's in love with Billy mm-hmm. and tells her she should go, but that she has faith and that she can recover and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Why do you think Camila helps Daisy? I mean, maybe so that Daisy doesn't sleep I was going to say, do you think it's a selfish reason, or yeah. do you think she actually cares? I think it's for a selfish reason. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. How do you feel about the story and telly style, this interview back and forth? I liked it. It's different than any book that I've ever read. It did take a little bit to get used to it. Yes. Because sometimes I had to refer back, because when they first mentioned somebody, it'll say, like, executive producer, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And so I sometimes really, I really liked it. I thought it was really cool. It's an interesting concept to write like that. Yeah. I don't know. It made it easier on my brain, I guess, to comprehend things. Because they broke it down, obviously, by, like, paragraphs. Yeah. I really liked it. Exactly who was talking. Yeah. That was pretty cool. All right. Were you surprised Camila stayed with Billy? 110%. I thought that I was going to flip a page and it was going to (laughs) say divorce. divorce. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I thought for sure that there was going to be a time where it's just like, and then we got divorced. Yeah. And there wasn't. It never was. Why do you think she stayed with him? I mean, they had a history. I guess. She was there when they were young. They had kids together. Do you think she was just comfortable in the relationship and didn't I want think, to start over? I, think so. I really do. Yeah. She seemed like the type of person that wouldn't like she stuck would just, with her decision. She would just put a blind eye and just hope I, for the I best. wonder if it was also kind of like. Not pettiness, but, like, a thing to her parents who, like, oh, you're marrying a musician. Yes. It did. Kind of like a ha, see? <laughs> yeah, because I feel like if she were divorced him, her parents would be like, I, have, told so, I told you so. I told you so, and she'd have to move yeah. back and then be a single mom. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. she was I, in too deep. <laughs> she was in way too deep, yeah. Uh, could you do that? No. <laughs> no. I am the complete opposite of her. I no, I, I would have just thrown up a white flag and be like, I'm moving in, folks. <laughs> Here we are. Exactly. I just don't understand how she could have done it. I really don't. Yeah. All the drugs, all the che- Like, uh, no. I and don't all, the che- all the cheap. I know. I don't understand it. I mean, he did stay clean. 
He did. There was a time where he took a, a swig of tequila. Right, but that nice man at the bar. What a, I know, and then he asked if he had kids. Oh, let me look at them. And yeah, then, like, showed him. Put, put the put drink down the glass. Away. I loved it. And then he was just like, um, Kudos makes to them want it, makes you want to keep going or work hard for them, right? And he's like, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> uh, oh. That sweet old man. Yeah. Why do you think Billy was so against Daisy joining the band? Like attraction or like the fact that she was bringing drugs in? Or was he actually selfish and wanted the spotlight? I, I think he could see her as a threat. Yeah. Because she brought in a lot of people already. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he saw her as a threat that if they were to not do well together and, like, break up the band, right. I think he would be concerned that she would take everyone, everyone. with her. Or, yeah. like, he was used to running everything and he was the one who wrote the songs and then, like, wrote the instrumental part. And He needed control and I feel like she brought in the sense of, I can't control her. Yeah. And that made him panic. There was a quote... That I think it was him that said, like, she just, like, unsettled me. Yeah. And so I think... I think he needed control, especially with the band. Like, yeah. he would control everyone's parts. Do you think it had anything to do with, like, attraction? Because I think when he first met her, he mentioned... I think a slight, but I don't think that was, like, At the entire... Yeah. Mm. I think there's more to it than just yeah. attraction. I think that played a factor, but I don't think that was yeah. the whole thing. So by the end, Daisy says like i fell in love with billy yeah. but he never says how far his feelings went. i could have swore he did he did it okay so why do you think this was 11 o'clock at night yeah <laughs> guys i was already tired but i wanted to finish so why do you think billy just can't admit how he felt and maybe still feels I even it, after the fact honestly i feel like it has to do with his daughter's the one that's interviewing him that's true but even in the moment he never like told days well i guess we don't know because he never said it I feel like there's some things he probably wasn't going to say to his daughter just to keep, like, him and his wife. I mean, obviously, he told her that he cheated on her. Right. In the beginning. Yeah. But I feel like that was maybe something that Camille already knew, and so he felt like he wasn't hiding anything, but... Maybe just to keep his daughter's vision of them. Exactly. Why do you think Camila tells Billy to call Daisy after she died? I think she knew deep down that he loved Daisy all along. Do you think it's kind of one of those, okay, now that I'm gone, you can move on, go call Daisy? Yeah, it's kind of like, there is a, there's a Nicholas Sparks book. Is it? It's the one we read, Safe Haven. Yes. How the wife had yes. left le- letters. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of like that. Kinda like, like a blessing. Like she didn't, like yeah. gave her blessing. She didn't want Billy to be alone. She knew that Daisy... They had the history. Maybe at least, like... Because they never talked to each other again, either. No, they didn't. So at least, like, rebuild that friendship. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. Do you think he actually does? Probably not. I don't think he I would. Don't, I don't think he would, either. I think he'd be t- too big of an ego to be the one to do it. There's no way Billy would do it. Unless someone else, like his daughter or something... Set something said up. Said something, yeah. yeah. I don't think he'd do it on his own. Mm-mm. That's all I got, folks. <laughs> well, I thoroughly enjoyed this book. If you like music or Fleetwood Mac, you know. It's just fun. Yeah. To, like, learn the drama and her and her partying and her drug problems. She marries a prince. <laughs> the, 
Yeah, Taylor <laughs> Jenkins Reid does a fantastic job portraying the 70s. And yeah. it really puts you into that mindset. And I really I listened to a it. lot of Fleetwood Mac this week. <laughs> oh, I didn't listen to any. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I would recommend it. Highly recommend I'm it. I'm very excited to watch the show. Yes. We will probably watch it. Maybe we'll mention how we feel about it and our opinions unless you want like a full bonus episode of us going through the episodes but there's 10 episodes mm-hmm. mini series yeah I, I think that's it i don't think they're gonna try to build on this or anything i hope not at least because then they have to go off their own yeah and i don't know how i feel about that and i don't trust it but, but yeah. what i'm i haven't seen one true loves I know what that's about. I know what it's about, but I haven't seen it either. I think I'm most excited to see Seven Husbands oh, of Ellen Hugo. I love that book. They were going to make it a miniseries, mm-hmm. which I think would have been smarter, but they changed it to a movie. Because Evelyn Hugo, the book, is broken up by husband. husband. Mm-hmm. And they, they had set episodes yeah, that just would... within the book. They could have done that. They could have done that. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Not, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not gonna knock it down. That one's the Netflix it. one. I think I have more faith in Hulu with yeah, Malibu we'll, Rising we'll than I what, do Netflix. We'll see what happens. I'm. I kind of know what Malibu Rising is about. Yeah, I haven't read I that do. one either. So I'll be intrigued to to see what that's we'll about. We'll have to read that one soon too. Yeah. There's fun. no set date on any of the other ones though. Mm-mm, no, there's not. We just know they're picked up. Yeah. I think there were toying with kind of releasing or leaking what the cast for Seven Husbands is and I think one of the names throw out for Evelyn Hugo was Camille Cabello that I know you hate. <laughs> I hate that So girl. Also, yeah, no, her... <laughs> no. <laughs> what was she in? Was it Cinderella? There was Oh yeah, that, that weird Cinderella remake that thing. She was... The, was it her that was in it? Yeah, she was I the think worst. It was her. Yeah, it was where really she was seeing. Yeah, if she's in that, she's gonna ruin that entire movie. Have you seen that TikTok of her when she was singing a Christmas song, and so everyone started making fun of how she said Christmas or exactly. something like? That? Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> I don't like her. That's what, like. Don't get me on a tangent. Two I'm gonna, of her songs. I'm gonna get. I'm. She yeah, can, she'll get spicy. She'll get spicy. I'm gonna get real spicy. But yes, highly recommend. <laughs> Fantastic read. Next week. We are reading. We're back on our thriller shit. Yeah. All the dangerous things. Thank you. I'm reading it and I couldn't even remember it. I couldn't tell you the author's name. Do I have a flicker in the dark in here? Mm. I don't. It must be a book of the month book for me too. Um, but it's the same author as uh, Flicker in the Dark. Yes. Which I've heard great things about and I've heard really good things about. I already forgot the book uh, name. <laughs> All the dangerous things. <laughs> there it is. I immediately Stacey... forgot even though I just Willingham? Yes. Wow. I got that right. Yes. I'm very impressed with myself. But yes, we're back to a thriller. It'll be the last book of April. I think there were five books in it April. Has, a long month. Yeah, it has really good ratings. Um, very excited. It's really good. It's about Isabel Drake. Her son Mason gets taken out of his crib in the middle of the night while her and her husband are asleep. And it goes... The book goes from then to like her childhood oh she has some like sleep so the books i mean you'll get into it but there's like some sleeping weirdness with her love it um since her son disappears Mm. she has not slept in a year 
Oh, like she'll sleep like for a couple of hours here right, and there, but not actual but full not night. Actual, yeah, um, and when she was younger, she would sleepwalk, and so there's oh. some sleeping thing patterns that are happening. So mm. she goes and talks to like True Crime Con. She goes to like these places to keep oh, Mason the story. Alive. Li- yeah, um, and Ooh. so then all of a sudden, um, she gets interviewed by a true crime podcaster but his interest in her past makes her really nervous oh. and so she starts like with his questions that he asks mm-hmm. it starts to make her doubt her recollection of the night of her son's disappearance and second guess who she can trust including herself mm. um i do like an unreliable main character yeah so it it actually says it in the back of the book for the she cannot rest until Mason is returned to her literally, except for the occasional catnap or small blackout where she loses track of time. Ooh. She has not slept in a year. Keep me on my toes. So so far it's really good. I'm like page like forty something, and I've I've really enjoyed it. It seems slow paced, which I like. I like a slow build at the beginning because then when it hits, it hits. And so far it's very good at like giving you details of like what's happening around you scenery oh nice yeah atmospheric there's a dog oh god bless so yeah i am ready for a thriller i liked reading the dark romance to this historical fiction it's time for some spooky shit we've really gone different avenues this month we really have we really spread it around um i'll be posting may's schedule uh, this week probably on our Instagram mm-hmm. at Baby Got Stacks Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a link in our bio there to our link tree. You can see what else we're up to on our Goodreads. Yes. Um, I still do manage to read a book or two outside of the schedule. I do not. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I only read the books that we do for the podcast because that's. All I we're busy bitches. I yeah, but you can see the books that I have in my collection, and if there is a book that you see on one of our collections and want us to do an episode on, just let us know. Let us know. So yeah, Uh, follow us wherever you're listening to this podcast, Mm -hmm. and we'll see you next week. Yes, we will. Bye, guys. Bye.